Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas, a wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at OzarkFolkCenter.com. <laughs> Howdy, folks. This is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. This week, we'll be featuring the sweet sounds of an instrument you almost never hear on the radio, the auto harp, and the playing of three of the best auto harpists around, Karen Mueller, Charles Whitmer, and the incorrigible, I mean incomparable, Brian Bowers. Charlie Sandage will continue his profile of the late Bill McNeil. And on my weekly visit to the vault, Mark Jones has found a recording of bluegrass legend Buck White. All that this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. Brian Bowers takes the auto harp to places not known to exist. Sounds strange, but it's true. He possesses a powerful and soulful voice and is a regular contributor to the annual auto harp weekend at the Ozark Folk Center State Park. Here's a sampling of some of Brian's music. And the melody comes in with your middle finger. second high line with your little finger just to bring it all together. singing job in the daytime and at night I had a bar gig and the guy that ran the bar was a maniac he loved to get his musicians loaded before they went on stage to see if they could still function once they got up there so one night he broke out the Italian liqueur Galliano half a dozen double shots of Galliano later I'm up on the stage trying to play for folks I didn't intentionally do anything different than I've already shown you but in the Galliano haze I was in, my right hand involuntarily drifted up high on the short strings where the 10,000 fairies danced in the head of the pin. And 
that's when I found a sweet spot. Good. Thank y'all so much. Now for you comes a song about the oldest living thing on the planet, the bristlecone pine. <laughs> they live to be three and four and five thousand years old. We up in the mountains on a high timber line There's a twisted old tree called the bristlecone pine The wind there is bitter It cuts like a knife And keeps that tree holding on for dear life but hold on, it does, standing its ground, standing as empires rise and fall down. When Jesus was gathering lambs to his fold, the tree was already a thousand years old. would suit me just fine to sleep at the feet of the bristlecone pine and as I would slowly return to this earth what little this body am I might be worth and it soon start to nourish the roots of that tree and it would partake of the essence of me and who knows what'll sprout as centuries turn some small spark of me might continue to burn and long as the sun does continue down on the limbs of the bristlecone pine the way I live there ain't no way to tell when I die if I'm going to heaven or hell so when I'm laid to rest it would suit me to sleep at the feet of the bristlecone pine
Underneath my six foot three, 250 pound burly frame is the little teddy bear heart of a huge romantic. And I heard this song by Laszlo Slomowitz of Ann Arbor, Michigan. And when I heard the chorus, I was immediately, oh. <laughs> so here for you now is The Old Lovers.
Would you please welcome Nils Junker to the stage. This next song uh, I heard from Valdi, the, uh, the Canadian folk legend. Uh, he's, uh, he was a wild-eyed hippie in the day. He's still a wild-eyed hippie, only he's about the same age I am. He's about 75. He's a big hero up the Canadian folk festival circuit and uh, has had a number of uh, hits and won some Juno awards. He's been up for half a dozen, won about three of them, I think. And um, he, interesting to me, uh, worth taking a few moments of stage time to share with you about Valdi. He realized he had made enough money. His house, his land, his vehicles, such and so on, were paid off. So he called all the people in the Canadian folk uh, festival circuit and told them that he didn't need any more money himself. But if they would pay him a real fee, to come, plus all his expenses, that he would donate his fee every time he played to the promotion of literacy in outlying areas out in Canada. So this is a real man. It's a real man. And he sang this song. I came backstage. I was opening a show for him. I came back. I said, my Lord, I got to learn that song. He said, no, no, it ain't my song. It's a song by a woman from Texas named Cindy Green. And you know people like this, people like the people described in this song, people who do good works behind the scenes, often seeking no recompense or recognition, just doing good works because it's the right thing to do. On the gold paved streets of paradise, odds of being laid between the prince of darkness and a band of renegades. On one side is the agent of death and despair. On the other are the advocates for those without a prayer. See the devil's eyes are coals as he lights up his smoke. But the smell of fire and brimstone still clings to his coat. Hanging in the balance are the souls he's come to claim. Those who cannot save themselves from those who call his name. But there's a ragged band of angels with worn and dirty wings They're calling in their markers And pulling strings They're the ones called upon To plead the hopeless case To catch the souls that fall Beyond the reach of grace Across town in a mansion, a man uncurls his fist. Somewhere a lonely woman puts the pills back on 
shelf Just what stops their hands Not one of them could tell Each day we face our demons Completely unawares Of all the big deals Going down up there Not knowing that there are angels Who do the dirty work Of cleaning up the chaos that we create on earth But there's a ragged band of angels With worn dirty wings They're calling in their markers And pulling strings They're the ones called upon To plead the hopeless king Washington State auto harpist and singer Brian Bowers playing Battle Hymn of the Republic, Hugh Prestwood's great song, Bristlecone Pine, The Old Lovers, and Ragged Angels. There's more fine auto harp playing coming up in our show. After a short break, let's take a trip down to the vault to see what my pal Mark Jones has for us this week. This is Ozark Highlands Radio. I think I'll head down to the vault now and visit with my buddy, Mark Jones. 
Hey, Mark. Hi, Dave. How are you? Well, I'm pretty good. Man, we need to get you some more light bulbs down here. Oh, I know. We're on a budget. (laughs) You see what I got? I got one of them that clips onto my cap, and that way I I can see where I'm looking. That's right. Who needs light bulbs when you got one of them? Right. All right. You found any good music for us this week? Well, you know, Dave, I got to thinking about a time in the past, all around 1977, 78, and a friend of ours, family friend of ours, Buck White, came down here. And uh, actually, I think he was going deer hunting and came down here, and one night he came in and brought his buddy Earl Sneed, and uh, they played at the auditorium here. Uh-huh, Buck and, White, that'd be of the famous White Bluegrass family band, huh? Right, the Whites. Yeah, they used to come here every now and then, huh? One of his daughters married Ricky Skaggs, and his other daughter, Cheryl, she uh, married a gentleman there in, in Nashville. But they're just great people. And, yes, they did. They used to come here and sometimes stay with Albert Sands. Ah, uh, the famous Albert Sands. That's uh-huh. right. And uh, they'd, they'd pull in, stay at his trailer or up on the hill, on the, the house up on the hill. But uh, they're just great people, and Buck always enjoyed Mountain View. And he's been back a few times. So you probably got a bluegrass tune for us this week, I, then. Well, I do. It's called... All more pretty girls than one. Well, let's listen to it. All right. Girls and one. 
Wow, that's some fine picking. And wasn't he a great singer? Good tenor voice on that guy. Good voice, yes. And a great mandolin player. He played guitar on this last cut that we listened to from the stage here at the Folk Center. But he played guitar on it. And uh, Earl Sneed's a really pretty well-known banjo player in bluegrass. Yeah, it sounded great to me. Hey, look, thanks a lot, Mark. I'll see you next week, okay? All right. Is that a promise? Absolutely. I'll be here. Every year at our Auto Harp Jamboree, we have some of the country's best players here to teach workshops and perform on our evening music programs. For many years, music educator and composer Charles Whitmer has traveled here from his home in Spring, Texas, to teach auto harp as well as shape note singing. Here are a couple of tunes from Charles. I like to do uh, a waltz. Uh, this one's called Cupid's Waltz.
That was Auto Harp Hall of Fame member Charles Whitmer from Spring, Texas, playing Star of the County Down and Cupid's Waltz at the 2016 Auto Harp Jamboree at the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. Karen Mueller is one of the top auto harp and mountain dulcimer players performing today. Her exciting and innovative performing style, featuring Appalachian, Celtic, and contemporary music, has been applauded by critics and audiences from L.A. to Boston. Listen to her fine style as she plays a couple of traditional American tunes, followed by three Celtic ones. favorite, favorite fiddle tunes, uh, Soldier's Joy and Pretty Red Wing, of course. 
like to do a Scottish tune for you now that's called Farewell to Whiskey. Believe me, uh, as a Scottish tune, that's a lament. It goes like this.
Auto Harp Virtuoso Karen Mueller playing Soldier's Joy, Red Wing, Farewell to Whiskey, Larry O'Gaff, and the Kesh Jig. When we come back after the break, guest host Charlie Sandage will continue his profile of the late Bill McNeil. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio. We're continuing with the help of Jeff Llewellyn from the staff of the Arkansas State Archives, our exploration of the work of Dr. Bill McNeil, who served for 30 years as staff folklorist at the Ozark Folk Center until, most regrettably, we lost him to a heart attack in 2005. Bill was known for very succinct but clear and understandable definitions of academic terms, and we'll begin this segment about folk tales with Bill's introduction to a folktales workshop. In it, he gives us a brisk working definition of folklore in general and of folktales in particular. Let me get through the boring stuff first, and then we'll get on to the different narrators. And uh, what do I mean by folklore? Well, just to define it very briefly, folklore is something that is passed on orally, informally, becomes traditional, undergoes change over space and time, creating variants and versions. And in other words, there's no such thing as the correct text of an item of folklore. They're merely texts. It, bec- it is anonymous in the sense of the original creator is not important to the people who pass it on. And often it is anonymous in every sense. Often we don't know who originally created an item of folklore. Finally, it is formulaic. So, in a nutshell, that's what we're talking about. The type, type of tales you're going to be hearing here this afternoon are examples of folklore. There'll be a test on this at the end. So, <laughs> uh, And basically, there are three types of folk narratives that folklorists study. Myths, which are set in the prehistoric era, deal with the actions of gods and supernatural beings. There are no myths in American folklore except for American Indian tribes. So you you won't be hearing any examples of that today. What you will be hearing, most likely, are legends, which are narratives set in a historic past and call for an element of belief or disbelief, and then finally what folklorists refer to as folk tales, which are narratives which no one really believes they're presented as fiction right from the start. So that's the two types of folk narratives that you're likely to hear this afternoon. 
We'll cut straight from this to a subcategory of folk tales and pick up on a conversation that Jeff Llewellyn and I recorded during my visit to the Arkansas State Archives. We're talking about Bill McNeil's 1985 August House publication, Ghost Stories from the American South. We're going to hear in a minute here tale number 58A from uh, Bill McNeil's Ghost Stories from the American South. And this is one of those that's kind of typical of a phenomenon, Jeff, that we've talked about in which fundamentally the same story might appear in different time and different place. And by time, it might be over centuries of time and place. It might be Mm -hmm. anywhere in the world. This is in the, the section of Bill's book called Traveling Ghosts, where somebody picks up someone. In these, it's all people in cars picking up a girl. And in other instances, it could be somebody going down the road, you know, on a horse and finding somebody. And strange things And strange things occur, yeah. (laughs) Okay, let's hear 58A. One rainy and wintry night, a man was driving down this road and slowed up to come into a curve. As the headlights flashed around the curve, they showed that a young girl was standing in the road, waving. The man stopped immediately and offered the girl a ride home, and she accepted by simply nodding her head. The man was overwhelmed by the girl's beauty and fell in love with her before she ever spoke a word. The young girl directed the man by pointing her finger and never saying a word. The man thought that she was just shy and didn't press a conversation. They finally reached her house, which was about five miles off the main highway, and the man got out to go around and open the door. When he reached the other side of the car, he discovered that the young girl was no longer in the car. Thinking that she had already gone in the house, he went up and knocked on the door. An old, tired-looking lady came to the door and asked him in. When he asked to see her daughter, she looked surprised and began to explain that her daughter was killed on that very night just five years ago. She was on her way home from a party when it happened. The old woman explained that this same thing had happened on the four previous years before now. She had been picked up, brought home, and then disappeared for another year. I might add that I heard that very story when I was growing up. It was placed in a neighboring community. But Jeff points out that Bill McNeil's notes reflect the same tale as happening in at least three other Arkansas towns. We'll close by jumping again to another folktale subcategory and an item taken from another of Bill McNeil's August House publications, Ozark Mountain Humor. Two men were driving along a back road somewhere northwest of Calamine. They were stopped by a deputy sheriff. The deputy got out of his car and walked over to them and told them they were speeding. The man that was driving the car told the deputy, I'm going to walk over to your car, drop a $20 bill in the back seat, come back to my car and drive away. He got out of his car, went over to the policeman's car, dropped a bill in the back seat, came back to his car and drove away. After the two went down the road a ways, he suddenly speeded up the car. His friend asked him why he was driving so fast. He said, when he finds that $1 bill in his back seat, he's going to come after us for certain. I'm going to close out this week's special auto harp show with some more music from my friend Brian Bowers. 
Brian became very popular with the audience of the comedy radio program, The Dr. Demento Show, with his 1980 recording of Mike Cross's song, The Scotsman. In 1993, Bowers was inducted into the Auto Harp Hall of Fame, whose membership includes Mother Maybell Carter, Kilby Snow, and Sarah Carter. He still travels around the country, amazing audiences with his powerful voice and unique picking style. Here is Brian Bowers on stage at the Ozark Folk when Center. When I was a young man, I lived along the Merrimack, washed in the river when the water ran clean. Waited for the day I could buy me a Cadillac, see a lot of things that I never had seen. Went to the city and I got a little older and I got a little smarter and I learned good sense. Came back home, married me a woman, got a cornland bottom and a bar bar fence. Hey boys, think I'm getting old, sitting by the fire when the weather gets cold. Don't care, down around the fire. A little drink won't do us any life before. Kept up news in the wintertime, sitting on a barrel in a country store. Hey, boys, think I'm getting old, sitting by the fire when the weather gets cold. I'm down around the fire, and another little drink won't do us any harm. religion and worry about war. Cause it spitting in the fireplace, pour it inside when your throat gets sore. Hey boys, think I'm getting cold, sitting by the fire when the weather gets cold. Don't kiss down around the fire, and another little drink won't do us any I think I'm getting old. This is a song by Peter and Lou Berryman from the Midwest. No, we can share. I hope you don't mind when an old man sings, help me to keep my mind on things. So when I go where the animals thrive, sing this song on the treacherous drive. Them deer, they're here. Them deer, they're there. Here, they're there, they're everywhere. Them deer, they're here. Them deer, they're there. Here, they're there, they're everywhere. At dawn in fields and coniferous groves, bucks and does come alive in droves. Just when you think that the coast is clear, there in the road is a white-tailed deer. Them deer, they're here. Them deer, they're there. Here, they're there. They're everywhere. Them deer, they're here. Them deer, they're there. Here, they're there. They're everywhere. Venison land as the day goes by, the deer lay low when the sun is high. Sun goes down as the night draws near, twilight brings out the white-tailed deer. Them deer, they're here. Them deer, they're there. Here, they're there. They're everywhere. Them deer, they're here. Them deer, they're there. Here, they're there. They're everywhere. 
Bucks bed down where the tall grass grows. Fonzie dawns where the doe does. Doe, 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 dare, doe, doe, doe's here. And those are the habits of the white-tailed deer. Them deer, they're here. Them deer, they're here. They're there, they're there, everywhere. Them deer, they're here. Them deer, they're there, here. They're there, they're everywhere. I hope you don't mind when an old man sings. Help me to keep my mind on things. So when I go where the animals thrive, I sing this song on a treacherous drive. Them deer, they're here. Them deer, they're there. Here, they're there, they're everywhere. Them deer, they're here. Them deer, they're there. Here, they're there, they're everywhere. Well, y'all welcome them. I'm gonna leave you, and I'm, yes, I'm gonna leave you, and I'm gonna leave you with something here. I'm gonna do, I don't know if Dave will even hear. Dave, are you back there? You need to hear this, because Dave gave us a lecture yesterday when they did the Harmony Workshop over there at the Little Auditorium about how you always start the show with a big burst of energy and end the show with a big burst of energy, and everything in the middle will fill in. Well, I'm gonna break your rule. I'm going to break your rule because I, at 75, feel great, feel really, really great, but I also am aware I'm probably not going to live another 75 years. And so I want to leave you with this, which is not a high-energy piece. This is something I hope you will take in your heads and in your hearts and remember in perhaps years to come, this night, when I gave you this, is the parting song. This is uh, my little song I play in the mornings to center myself, to crazy, take my crazy self and kind of gather myself and get ready to do the day's good work, learning a fiddle tune, writing a song, doing something constructive around the beautiful work that I do for my life making music and telling stories, writing songs. This is a thing that is definitely not high energy, but hopefully it will send you out the door with some small sense of serenity that it has given me many, many times. This is not my song. This is a song by a gentleman from Kansas. It's called A Place in the heart.
we've been listening to the great Brian Bowers. In that set, Brian played Hey Boys, I Think I'm Getting Old, Lou and Peter Berryman's Dem Deer, and a fitting end for this week's show, A Place in the Heart. For Ozark Highlands Radio, I'm Dave Smith. Have a great week, and watch out for Dem Deer. Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from the Committee of 100, proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974. Arkansas State Parks, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. On the web at ArkansasStateParks.com. And by Stone Bank, with deep roots in Mountain View and a deep respect for those who preserve our heritage. More information about what it means to bank Boulder is at StoneBank.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar.